following program is pre-recorded. Welcome to Hope in the Night, late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help and on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker June Hutt. June, as we get to this time of year, I think it's just natural that we reflect and we think about you know, what we've done over the last year and uh, how uh, maybe what we've done has impacted people. And the, the good thing, it's a great thing, is that people let us know. They write in, they call in, and, and let us know uh, how our resources, how our programs, and, and all these things that we do all year, uh, how it has affected their lives. Tell us about some of those uh, that uh, you've heard from, where, where you've heard from people. I just, um, I'm just seeing something right now I've not seen before, and it had to do with uh, comments from social media. So here goes. Uh, hey, June Hunt, I've been ordering dozens of your anxiety books to give away. It's awesome. Thank you. That's great. Um, and here is, I have a little, oh, this is interesting. I have a little free library on my front porch for deliveries, for delivery drivers. It's filled with drinks, snacks, pocket-sized New Testaments, and a handful of Hope for the Hearts series of booklets. They are a hit. There are certain titles I need to have multiple copies of because people keep taking them so frequently. It's an interesting window into people's worlds and a blessing to be able to offer the gospel in this practical way. Great idea. Well, isn't that, yeah. You know, I've read multiple times some words like that from different people who let that be a ministry. I think that is uh, amazing. And, and I, they, they phrase them differently. Sometimes it's a man. Many times it's a woman. This is from Kim Schaefer. Um, Love, hope for the heart. I took a whole counseling through the Bible course with June Hunt back in the late 80s. My goodness. And actually transcribed, oh, a lot of tapes for them for the course. It was very enlightening and still have all the outlines and notes. Hmm. My gracious. You know, I read these things and... Hmm, Okay, here's an amen and amen. There are women, too. No, I'm playing. Uh, reading, reading can sometimes be so boring and so tiresome, but when it comes to your word and teaching, I feel revived from your word uh, because it's powerful, encouraging, teaching, and meaningful all the time. Hope for the heart. Many thanks to the Hope for the Heart team and the Hope for the Heart family for keeping us posted. So good. Interesting. Mm. Phrased uh, in an unusual way. Um, I'm, I'm so grateful. Um, here's another one. Thank you for your free resources on your website. Here is, um, I've been listening to Hope in the Night for 20 years. Thank you for your godly counsel and your faithfulness to God and proclaiming the gospel message of Christ Jesus. This is, uh, hmm. your books have helped me in more ways than I can say. I'm overcoming anger because of your book. I know who I am in Christ. I know my self-worth because of your book. I pass your books out to others. I am so grateful for this ministry. 
Thank you, Jack. Uh, your many biblical resources have helped me in so many areas of my life. I have been able to share your godly wisdom and resources with my family, and they helped me in all my relationships. That's from Shay. Uh, this is from Jay. Uh, during one of, the, one of the darkest periods of my life, I came upon your materials on forgiveness. This short, concise resource freed me in ways I found nowhere else. Thank you for your roadmap leading me to freedom. This is uh, an anonymous uh, pastor. I am a pastor. I'm burned out. In a state of anxiety and fear, I saw your book about stress. From the moment I opened the book, I began healing. I thank God for these books. I am more free and whole than ever, than I've ever been before. Praise God for that. This is from Anthony. Your books have proven to be an invaluable tool for ministry. As a pastor, your books have provided an abundance of help when I needed biblical answers. This is uh, an, from the international world. We had friends on the mission field in Guatemala who used Hope for the Heart keys. They and their friends loved these materials. They are pertinent to every culture and society because we all have the same issues and need the same biblical and practical solutions. Thank you. From Deborah, I thank God for all of your in-depth teaching on every topic and for your faithful service to the body of Christ and hurting people everywhere. You know, it, these, these testimonies uh, are incredibly meaningful. By the way, feel free if you would like to share a testimony with us, just any way that our ministry has been used by God to help you or to help you help others. It would be so meaningful. And I want to thank those of you who have been willing to support the work that we've been doing. We've needed support. And for some of you, you have sacrificially given to help us help others. It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. When you support our Hope for the Heart International Ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. 
Would you like to talk to June Hunt about a situation in your life? Consider having that conversation on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night and let June help you discover practical help that's grounded in God's truth. Your story will be heard on all of our radio affiliates. And of course, we protect your privacy by providing you with a different name. And as it happens often in our program, when you share your story, you might help someone else find biblical hope and practical help for their lives. It's Ministry Multiplied. For an opportunity to talk with June Hunt on Hope in the Night about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or some other concern in your life, call 800-917. That's 800-644-4817. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call tonight. 800-917. 800-644-4817. You are listening to Hope in the Night, a ministry of hope for the heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. We exist because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of our ministry. We thank you. Our customer support team can be reached at 800-488-HOPE. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help guide you to God's hope through our resources. I want to mention to you our 31-day devotional. is uh, Maybe you'll start a habit, a new habit in the new year, and that is a, a good habit to start. It would be going into God's Word each day. We have a devotional that you might want to check out and talk to customer support about getting your copy of Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. And that's been written by June Hunt. Uh, it has been given, I can't even estimate how many hundreds, thousands, thousands of people have uh, received this, and uh, each caller from Hope in the Night, uh, their first time calling, they receive this, uh, this uh, whenever, after they're on the air, they get this in their hands so they can go through the devotional, and it helps you to see yourself the same way God sees you, because how you view yourself has a profound impact on your everyday living. Just talk to our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. If you'd like to speak with June about a situation going on in your life, and you'd like to do that on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, give us a call at 800-917. That's 800-N-I-G-H-T-1-7. And when you call, leave a detailed message. We'll get back to you to talk to you about being on an upcoming Hope in the Night. We'd love to answer your questions and help you out there. The number is 800-917-800-644-4817. And we do look forward to hearing from you. Let's get to our caller for tonight, and we have returning this evening, Ruth. Well, welcome back, my friend. Hi. Hi. It's so good to uh, talk with you again. I know that you were very candid with me, and I thank you, um, because you you talked about hard things. You you talked about the struggle, like uh, how you went into an opiate addiction, and then you got clean, but then you got into meth, <laughs> and uh, you 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 admitted something that a lot of people don't even want to say. I've hurt my family, mm-hmm. and you said you lost your son due to, and and you you took responsibility. You you said due to my irresponsibility. In essence, that's what you said, and. Um, you 
but that's not where you want to stay. And you've, you've had a lot of repercussions in your own thinking, trying to think things through. Um, they, you know, sometimes we don't understand ourselves. Do, do you agree with that? I know. This is so true. <laughs> mm, mm. Uh, t- tell me something. Uh, how, how are you doing right now? What are you thinking? What are you feeling? Um, well, actually, right now I'm doing okay. Um, uh-huh. I've been reading. Uh, I went to the library the other day and got Battlefield of the Mind. And uh-huh. um, I've been reading it. And um, it's very interesting on um, retraining your brain uh-huh. um, and our thinking patterns. Uh-huh. And... Um, I had a blessing today. I was, uh, after I had dinner, I was like, oh, maybe I should go for a walk. And then I was like, I don't feel like it. Then I'm like, just go for a walk. So mm-hmm. I go for a walk, and um, I hear a honk-honk, and it's the workforce lady here in our town. She's like, I was just thinking about you the other day, about a perfect job for you. And mm. I was like, wow, thank you, Lord, <laughs> because mm. I, although I did find a job, you know, doing caregiving, I'm not getting, there's not very many clients here with this company, but this is something else. So it was just like, you know, it was a blessing, you know, I'm like, yes. yeah, God, you're definitely watching out for me. You're, you're taking care of my needs, um, uh-huh. which was great, which was great. Um, mm. I did have a, I did have a question Sure. about something, um, I had read, was reading earlier. Um, first of all, I looked up, you know, does the Holy Spirit convict us of our sins, which the Holy Spirit does not convict us of our sins, um, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it said um, that it's impossible to receive from God if we feel unworthy. But God is greater than our hearts. So I'm... I'm a little confused on that part. <laughs> okay. And when you said you were reading, and, and it's like, does the Holy Spirit convict us of our sins? And you said, no, he, he doesn't do that. So when you think of convict you, what, what, what do you think that's meaning? Making us aware. I think that that, um, you know, I know we have a conscience. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, for the past, since I've been clean, mm-hmm. for the past three years, I have done so much crying and grieving um, for just feeling um, actually really feeling, not being numbed up and not covering things up, feeling all sorts of stuff. Um, and a lot of it has been just um, grief and, and guilt and um, just feeling about what I have, <laughs> just the things, the damage I've done. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm ready to move on from it, though. I'm ready to move mm-hmm. on. I'm ready to move forward. Um, I, uh, you know, I have my good mm-hmm. days and I have my bad days to where, uh, you know, 
have the, the fear and which, you know, I know where that comes from. And I, you know, continue to quote scripture out loud or say, you know, I'm the righteousness of God and you are a liar, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So I just, uh, you know, I know, I mean, I, I'm here to do, I want to do and work the will of God. I want to, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, I know there's no way that I could ever possibly please him. Um, Why do you say that? Well, well, maybe that's wrong. Okay. Yeah, I would challenge that. Yes, yeah, well, yes. okay, let, let, let me ask you this. Let's say, let's say here is a mother, and, you, and, and she sees her toddler fall, and then she, he gets up, and he takes a number of steps, and then all of a sudden he falls again. Now, he's falling. Do you think that mom, like you, would be displeased or would be pleased he's trying, that he's learning to walk? Oh, most definitely pleased. And I would definitely yeah. be more than, what would I, you assist yeah. them. Yeah. And you help yeah. them get back up. And that's what the Lord does. See, the issue is not the falling. Because at times, even, that there are times when we haven't had in the past, the help we needed, and we can make bad decisions based on what even uh, parents have done, where you don't see anything, you don't see another way to live. And you know, I remember you saying, you know, your your dad, you know, he wouldn't say I love you. He, 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 there are all kinds of things you did not have. When, I mean, he does now. He does uh-huh. now. Um, and he would say it, but he never just, you know, wrapped his arms around me. and Right, uh, right. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Right. But he's it, no, showing I, I love but, and, yeah. Well, I, I think uh, there are things like that you, you our know. own parents can learn later, but the fact is, we 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 grow, grow up. Uh, we're born into a very imperfect world, and imperfect yeah. people do imperfect things. And the in, the focus needs to be that he will conform you to the character of Christ. He comes into your life to change you. And by the way. I, I know you were saying, don't know why you said it, but I'm glad you said the words because you said, you know, you're doing some reading and you said, I know the Holy Spirit doesn't convict us of sin. And I thought, how interesting, because he does. But I wanted to understand why you, you know, what, what you meant by that. But l- let me just give you the scripture because I would rather you hear what God's word says, right? I don't want you to believe me. I want you to believe what God says. John 16, 8. And this will be on a CD we'll send you. But John 16, 8 says, When he comes, this is Jesus speaking. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. 
He will convict the world of guilt in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment. Let me tell you what that's like. Well, maybe maybe uh, that's what I had been what I've been going through the past couple of years then. Is that I'm, does that mean I, that I, yeah, I call it good guilt. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Let's say I agree. I do agree. Yeah, good. Good. Okay, because this is very important because this is one of the roles of the Spirit of God in an authentic, true believer in Christ, a person who has a changed life through Christ. One of the roles and one of the most important is to convict us. Let's say you were going to be uh, trying, you're, you're, you're going to be driving. And there's a reason why you've chose to, you, you need to go east, and so you're you're headed east, um, and you know you know what state you're you're needing to get to uh, on the east coast, and and you just keep driving. The problem is, you're headed west. Wouldn't it be helpful? <laughs> If you saw a sign, wouldn't it be helpful if somehow you were alerted? Oh, and, and I'm saying not waiting until you get to California, which is in the West. You need to you need to know that you're headed you the wrong made, direction. Made aware. Yeah. So, so he it, convicts it you. Me aware. That's okay. I spoke yeah. too fast. I did. I didn't think before I spoke of when I said no. that. No, no, that's okay. Um, this is this is good. See that we talk about this. I pray. Yes. I personally, June Hunt. I pray that God would give me good guilt to turn me around when I'm headed the wrong direction. When I'm make, about to make the wrong choice. When I yes. when I want to maybe justify something, and maybe somebody else is saying, "Well, June, are you sure you should do that?" Oh, yes. You know, instead of me not listening, I need to be convicted by the Spirit of God. And the good news is this. If, once you become a Christian, you have resident within you the promised Holy Spirit. He literally comes to live in you, and He doesn't come and go. He's there permanently. So the good news is you want him to convict you that you're heading the wrong direction so that you can do a turnaround. And that is what is called repentance. June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart have an exciting new resource to encourage you and equip you to help others. It's called the Care and Counsel Library, and it's available at hopefortheheart.org ccl. The Care and Counsel Library has 50 topics in 10 volumes with clear answers from God's Word and practical solutions to real-life issues. It is the culmination of decades of ministry from the compassionate, relevant guidance of June Hunt. This library includes volumes such as grief and loss, abuse and trauma, depression and suicide, and more. These are excellent training tools for counselors, life coaches, or anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom to address the real issues of life. Learn more and get the Care and Counsel Library at hopefortheheart.org slash ccl. That's hopefortheheart.org 
slash ccl. If you're looking for a place to find encouragement and guidance, check out junehunt.org. That's where you can find June's practical biblical resources, including June's books and Bible studies on a variety of topics like anger, depression, forgiveness, addictions, relationships, and more. June's resources offer biblical hope and practical help for all of life's challenges. They are great for personal study and growth and equipping you to help others. At junehunt.org, you can also find June's music, her translated books in Spanish, and keep up with all the latest news and interviews with June. And if you've missed an airing of Hope in the Night, you can access the broadcast archives from this site and search for specific topics. At junehunt.org, there's also a place to donate and support us financially to help more people find practical guidance from God's Word through our radio broadcasts, biblical resources, and more. We're grateful for your prayers and support, and we hope you'll check out the resources for you at junehunt.org. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. If you have questions or concerns about any of the topics here on the program, call our customer support team at 800-488-HOPE, and they'll be happy to help you to get the right resources in your hands. They're available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and their number again, 800-488-HOPE. And I want to recommend to you the Keys for Living called Assurance of Salvation, Safe, Sealed, and Secure. That and so many other resources are available by calling customer support at 800-488-HOPE, 800-488-4673. You know, we are a listener-supported mission here at Hope for the Heart. We exist because of the financial support of those of you who listen. I would encourage you that if you're considering giving a gift, go ahead and do so in the coming days. And uh, we want to uh, let you know that most of our giving each year comes in the final weeks, even days of the year, and that's what fuels our next year to be able to do what we do. And so much of uh, Hope for the Heart is about giving content away, whether we do that through the website or through each night, uh, Hope in the Night callers, we send resources out. We have uh, podcasts, conferences, so many resources, because we want to reach as many people as possible with biblical hope and practical help. And you can support us in a couple of ways at the website, hopefortheheart.org slash donate, or call 800-488-HOPE. Let's get to uh, get back to our caller tonight. We're back with Ruth. Well, my friend, what I like about you is you were hitting, the just last week, the things that were really huge. Uh, hitting meaning you were bringing them, uh, putting them on the table. You were talking, and um, th- some of these were very uh, painful. Certain, you know, like uh, when the custody of your child, your your son was uh, removed from you. And how you well, felt it also happened with my daughter as well. I'm not. I'm sorry. I talked over you. Oh when no, I went no, that... to rehab for the opiate. Um, uh-huh. My husband that I was married to at the time was also on them, and he refused to get off. So uh, my first husband ended up taking my daughter, which was good by taking her out of that situation. Hmm. But once I got out of treatment, um, you know, I I couldn't get her back. Um, but we're very close, and she 
she's awesome. She's in college, and mm. it's, it's, mm-hmm. good. it's good. It's good, and mm-hmm. they're they're proud of me. So, <laughs> mm. Mm. okay. So you know, you 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 just dealt with a lot of pain, but I'll tell you what I especially wanted us to talk about because I wrote down these words, and they are important. You said I'm scared, and I asked you what are you scared about. You know, you wanted to know, is my salvation in jeopardy? That's a huge issue. And I was even told that the call screener um, that you talked with, that you were weeping about this. And I'm glad this is important to you. But I think we need to deal with this. What is the truth? in regard to you, in regard to salvation, which God offers all of us, you know, is your salvation in jeopardy? So would you like to do that? Yes, ma'am. Okay, good. Um, To be very specific... If there is authentic salvation, I'm going to ask you a question and see if you have what you've heard. Do, do you believe that um, the person who is saved uh, receives eternal life? Do you know that, that the Bible says that? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you believe what the Bible says? Do you believe the Bible is the Word of God? Yes, most definitely. Okay. Well, if the person who receives salvation um, receives eternal life, exactly how long is eternal? Forever. Oh. And do you happen to know if this is considered a gift God gives? Yes, it's a gift. Yes, we don't earn it. So how can you lose a gift that God has given you that promises eternity, that you will have it eternally forever? How can you lose that? You can't. Right. And and I do and I do know this deep down. Um that's where I go back to the enemy whispering in my ear, you're lost, you've gone too far, blah, 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 blah. Okay. But I know that that's not true. I know that that's not true. Okay. But sometimes <laughs> sometimes my fear, you know, um, I let it get out of hand and I don't get those thoughts in check. Well, part of the issue is on our side, as, as, as human beings, every one of us have blown it. We've all chosen wrong. It's not like we accidentally fell in a hole. It's not like accidentally um, swerving your car into another car. It, it, it's a choice that we've made. The Bible says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. 
In fact, the Bible even says in the Old Testament, in Isaiah 53, all we like sheep have gone astray. Each one of us has gone to our own way. But the Lord laid on him, and that's really prophetically talking about Jesus Christ, laid on him the sin of us all, the iniquity of us all. So yeah. the solution is for the fact that we've all strayed like sheep. The solution is not within us. It is, it is the Lord receiving the Lord, are receiving the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Now, there are those who have never even heard. They, they, they know they're supposed to believe, but believe, um, my friend, the, the word believe, we often think of that word as, well, yeah, I, okay, I believe in Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I, I believe, uh, we, we, we can believe a lot of things that marshmallows are squishy. <laughs> you know, I, I could make right. up a bunch of things. I'm just make, making that up. Yeah, we, we can believe that. That means intellectual agreement or intellectual assent. You know, we, yeah, we, we can, oh, I, okay, I believe, yeah, that that is fact. But that doesn't mean we give ourselves over. For example, I've often thought about Abraham Lincoln, who actually is my favorite president for many reasons. But the point is, I've never given my life over to Abraham Lincoln. I deeply appreciate what he stood for, his humility, the way he treated others, the Emancipation Proclamation, you know, setting the the, the slaves free, uh, just a lot of th so many things. But that, but I had I don't have a relationship with Abraham Lincoln. And the difference between authentic Christians, uh, there are, there are a lot of people who know the facts. In fact, the Pharisees, they knew a lot of the facts of religion. They could teach classes. They could pray prayers. They could give money. They could do all kinds of things. But they had not humbled their hearts and received Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, giving Him control of their lives. Right. So, I need to ask then, just for clarity, do you believe that you, in total sincerity, chose to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Lord means master, ruler, owner. You're giving him ownership of you. Not that you ever thought of it that way, but it's really a, a change in God's. You're going to let him, you're going to let God be your God, and Jesus is God. Um, it's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So you yeah. give your life to Him, and He gives His life to you. So do you believe that you have received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? You've given Him control of your life. Yes, I do. <laughs> I thought you would say yes. Based on what I heard the other day, 
I believe that you did. It, it's not just it's not just praying a prayer. You know, somebody from another country could mouth the words because they've learned English, but they may not know what the words mean. My point is, it's not the exact words. God knows your heart. He knows if you are willing to give Him control. Now, what do you do then after being a Christian, after becoming a true, authentic Christian? What do you do then when you choose wrong? You um, repent. That is right. It's like we were saying, if you're in a car, you're supposed to be heading west from Dallas, because that's the approximate area where you live, uh, I assume. Uh, and and instead, <laughs> instead of headed the direction of California, wait a minute, you, you were supposed to go to Washington, D.C. So you repent, that means you turn. You turn. Yes. Now, there are times you can get on the wrong road. You, you literally, uh, you think you're going correctly, and so sometimes you need someone to help you, or you need to stop and say, excuse me, I, I'm at this service station. Now, which way is it? By the way, I've, I am very good with directions, but there are times when I've had to do that because I thought, if I'm, I'm not seeing any signs, I'm, I'm not, I can't, I, I just want to make sure I'm going the right direction. I know one time I was not. And I was supposed to be speaking someplace, and lo and behold, and I, I was significantly late because I got on some kind of a turnpike or something that I could not seem to get off of, didn't know my direction, and this is in North Carolina. And, you know, do I ever value having the right, um, I mean, I, I was able to walk in and I was supposed to sing a song and speak, and I mean, I walked in and just literally did it. But but I can tell you, I was I wasn't panicked, but I I felt horrible that I didn't know how to turn myself around to go the right direction. I just could not find anything that helped me. So I, you know, at times we are stymied. Sometimes it's self-will. Other times we are blowing it just by ignorance. But there. The, the issue is God knows your heart. God knows your heart. And it's not an excuse. It's are you growing in the character of Christ? So we're going to talk about how do, how do you even deal with this issue of assurance of salvation? Because I think you need that stake in the ground. It's been 20 years since June Hunt was first called into international ministry through the translating of our Keys for Living into the Russian language. The Lord has refined our focus in recent years to partnership with ministry leaders in key global regions whose reach is expanding to international training events, radio programming, and impact across borders that only indigenous leaders could cross. God is multiplying hope through the translated Keys for Living and the globally relevant counseling model of June Hunt that you have come to understand as a valued listener of Hope in the Night. 
When you support our Hope for the Heart International Ministry, you give directly to men and women who are giving their lives to equip and empower the church in their regions for the Lord's kingdom. Come with us around the world to share the hope of Christ. Visit us online at hopefortheheart.org forward slash international. As we each solve the puzzle that is our life, we often have questions we can't answer. Usually they're little nagging questions, but sometimes they're larger. So large, in fact, the answer or even the question itself can have life-changing consequences. June Hunt believes the best answers to these tough questions come from God himself, and he's given us those answers in the Bible. For more than 20 years now, June has helped callers find these biblical answers and apply them to their lives. You can talk with June on her radio program, Hope in the Night, about an issue, a hurt, a relationship, or another concern in your life. Call 800-NIGHT-17. And remember, there are no hopeless situations, only people who have grown hopeless. There really are biblical solutions for all of life's struggles. Don't wait. Call now, 800-644-4817. Welcome back. I'm Jeff Oliver, and you are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. We are a ministry of hope for the heart, and we'd like to thank you for your prayers and support of this ministry. If you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 keys for living that will help you to address your situation. Maybe there's something you're dealing with and you'd like some insight on that. See what God's heart would be on your situation. Give us a call. Our customer support team is available Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time at 800-488-HOPE. They'd be happy to help uh, get you the right information. Maybe they can point you to somewhere on our website for free resources, our quick reference guides, which handle many of the topics that we have in our Keys for Living. Or if you are interested and you'd like to learn further, then we can get the Keys for Living into your hands pretty quickly. So let us know how we can help you, and customer support is available to do that. I want to recommend to you the Keys for Living called Assurance of Salvation, Safe, Sealed, and Secure. The number, again, is 800-488-HOPE. 800-488-4673. Now back to tonight's conversation with Ruth. Well, Ruth, there's a particular passage that I, I just, it's very short, and it's in a very short book of the Bible. It's the book of Titus. It's only got three chapters. Chapter 3, verse 5. He saved us not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of His mercy. So, if we're not saved because of the righteous things we had done, the question is, what could you do that would be unrighteous that, that you just lose a gift that he calls eternal, eternal life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. And uh, I, I, I love that. I love the word mercy. Mercy means not getting what we do deserve, which in this case would be eternity without God, which would be a 
very negative consequence. But the, I remember having a dear friend. Uh, she was a forever friend. And I remember she had become a Christian when she was 35. She had been a bar singer. She um, was an alcoholic. And uh, she had a great, wonderful lounge kind of voice. I loved to hear her sing. Somebody said, you've got to meet Sue. You've got to meet Sue. And so finally I met Sue. And uh, she had... She had made a lot of wrong decisions. She was divorced, uh, had three children, um, and I'm just giving you some background here. And she would say periodically something about she didn't know if she was saved. Now at that point, she was the music director at a fabulous Bible church surrounded by all kinds of Christians she was delightful. She would put on pageants, all these wonderful programs that, you know, and she would conduct the choir, and and they adored her. And she'd say, you know, I, I just, there are times I just don't, I, I, I don't, I just wonder if I'm saved. I don't think I'm saved. Now, I knew, I didn't know her when she was not a Christian, but I knew her reputation. I knew what people had said, um, that when she actually came into a life-changing relationship with Christ that she didn't go through the DTs, which was not that normally people do if they're going to be moving out of uh, alcoholism. But yet, I mean, she, you know, she, she was so vulnerable, so endearing. She would call me on the phone, June, June, do you love me? And I say, Sue, I love you. I'll always love you. I'll never not love you. I just needed to hear it. Bye. And she'd, she'd hang up the phone. I mean, over and over she would do that. And just, you know, but she's precious. So gifted. Yeah. And yet she would say, I just don't think I'm saved. So I said, finally, I said, are you actually serious about that? Are, are you really absolutely serious when you say you wonder, you don't, you wonder if you're saved, you really question and she said, oh, yes, I'm, I'm, see, a lot of people, quite, oh, they'll just say, oh, of course you're saved, of course you're saved. Well, I didn't do that. I just wanted to know if she, would, she meant it. And, and yes, so me saying, oh, you're not, or my, my opinion doesn't matter. God's truth is what matters. So I took over to her house a railroad uh, stake like a nail, huge, 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 but it, they call it to, to do a stake in the ground. And um, I, I said, you have said you are not sure if you are truly saved. Okay, I said, we're going to look at one passage in the Bible. In Ephesians 1, beginning in verse 13. You... And I said, Sue, I want you to think about this. Sue, you were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Did you hear about Jesus Christ, that he literally died on the cross for your sins and that you 
could be saved? And she said, yes, yes, I, I heard that. The gospel of your salvation, gospel means good news. The gospel, the good news of your salvation. Okay, you were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Now here's the key part. Having believed, it's not just hearing facts. Having believed, not question, did you believe as in you entrusted your life to Christ? She said, Yes, I did. I said, that's what you've told me. Okay. Having believed, you entrusted your life to Christ. You gave him your life. You received him as your Lord and Savior. Then it says, having believed, you were marked in him, that's in Christ, with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit. So that means you're sealed with the promised Holy Spirit you are protected, you know, and it says the Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of God's, of those who are God's possession. Let me break that down. Okay, I'm in now verse 14. Who, the Holy Spirit, is a deposit, like a deposit in the bank. You make a deposit in the bank and this bank can't. Uh, can't go bust. You know, it's a it's one that's assured. Okay, okay. Right. It's a deposit, but it's the Holy Spirit who is deposited in you, inside you, my friend, guaranteeing. Look, guarantee. God's guaranteeing something here. Guaranteeing. It says our inheritance. What does that mean? He guarantees that you're going to be. When you die, you're going to receive this inheritance. You're going to, you will actually, the Holy Spirit inside you will guarantee that you will be inherited by God to see him face to face. You're going to be with him face to face. Yes. It says, until the redemption of those who are God's possession. Now, let me just tell you, see, this is a lot of words. Uh, I'm a simple person. Redemption. When I was a kid, I would go to Idabel, Oklahoma, and my grandmother had S&H green stamps. I remember those. <laughs> you do? Okay. There were these stamps that she would go to Piggly Wiggly Grocery Store, on, on these yes. funny names. Piggly Wiggly, she would buy her groceries, and they would give her the equivalent in green stamps of whatever... She, the amount of money she purchased of groceries. And now she would save those stamps in a little bureau dresser drawer. And when I would drive, not I, well, when I would come from Dallas to Idabel, Oklahoma, the stamps were there and the books were there. There were books where you would stamp, put the stamps in the book, and I'd be the liquor. I would lick the stamps. <laughs> And so, but what she had was this little catalog over here. My grandmother wanted a three-bowl mixer set, which, how do you get this? You need 20 books of S&H green stamps. So, and do you know what that place was called? The Redemption what? Center. Do you remember uh, that? It's called no, the Redemption. Okay, so... 
There was a point at which finally we had these 20 books. I had licked the stamps. And, you know, I'm maybe just in high school. And so here we go. We go to the Redemption Center. Now, the picture in the little catalog was not the real thing. Um, that was just a picture of the three bowl mixer set. I turned in my grandmother's 20 books, showed them that my grandmother wanted the three bowl mixer set. They came out with it at the Redemption Center and I walked away carrying my grandmother's white three bowl mixer set so she could make her cakes. But it did, I, un, not until we went to the Redemption Center did she get the real thing. The point is, honey, when you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, at that point when you entrusted your life to Him, you received the promised Holy Spirit, and He comes to indwell you, and He is deposited within you. He guarantees that one day there's going to be an inheritance. And it says a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession. So now he already owns you, but now when you're at the redemption center, you get the real thing face to face with Christ, your Savior. Do you get it? I do get it. Um, (laughs) Even though I was 12 years old, you know, my mother told me what it meant to be saved and about Jesus and how he died for me on the cross. And I was like, yes, you know, I'm, I want to be saved. And I remember getting saved at the okay. Highland Baptist Church. Okay. Um, well, let me tell you what I did with Sue. I took that railroad spike. I took it outside. I had her uh, take a, I had brought a camera. She hammered it into the ground. And and so I said, every time you think about, hmm, I wonder if I'm really saved. I don't know that I'm really saved. I want you to walk outside. I want you to look at that railroad stake and at that spike and, and, and just say, thank you, God, that it wasn't my works that saved me, but I did humble my heart and receive you as my Lord and Savior. So on the authority of your word, I believe And I will accept that I have eternal life and I will live eternally with you. Later, much later, I I said, Sue, do you you ever go out and look at that railroad spike? She said, I only needed to do it a few times. But then when I did it those times, I felt the assurance of salvation. Sometimes our wrong choices make us feel bad and we have different feelings. But don't, this is This is not based on feelings. The assurance of salvation is based on fact. You are a child of God. You're going to live eternally with God in heaven. And I'm so glad. We will send our Keys for Living called Assurance of Salvation, safe, sealed, and secure. We'll send that out to tonight's caller, and we do that free of charge. That's because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out and to keep this program on the air, you may do so at hopefortheheart.org slash donate. And we thank you. 
You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and recent programs are available at hopefortheheart.org. Also find our programs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope. The preceding program was pre-recorded.